Rooted, Week 4, Day 1 The Reality of Hardship and Suffering Read by Lauren Stein If this is God's world, why is there so much pain and suffering in it? If God is a loving Father, why do horrible things happen all around the world and in our own lives? Is God really in control? How can we know God is good, working on our behalf, when we don't see anything good happening? These important questions have been asked throughout human history, transcending class, race, and religious affiliation. Forming the basis for much of art and literature, these questions have confounded well-studied scholars and small children alike. Sometimes, just watching the nightly news causes us to shake our heads and wonder, where is God? On December 14, 2012, a young man approached a small elementary school in Newtown, Connecticut. He walked into the school's office, methodically pulled out a weapon and opened fire. He then walked from classroom to classroom, continuing his rampage. Our country watched news coverage in horror as we learned that six adults and 20 children were senselessly killed. In times like this, we struggle to make sense of tragedy, to find a reason for what happened, to find answers. Sometimes there are none. Even if horrific tragedy hasn't touched your life personally, you may know what it's like to doubt that God can take care of you. It could be the death of someone you loved that has left you devastated. Or you have an injury or illness that robs you of your quality of life. It doesn't even have to be that drastic for us to start asking these questions. It could be you were laid off from your job and there's not enough money to pay your bills. Sometimes it seems that no matter how much we pray about our situations, nothing happens. It may seem as though God isn't listening, or if He is, we wonder, why isn't He doing something? The continuous loop of these heart-wrenching questions has the power to spiral us into despair. After the death of his wife, C.S. Lewis expressed a sentiment that is not uncommon to those who suffer. In his book, A Grief Observed, he writes, Meanwhile, where is God? This is one of the most disquieting symptoms of grief. Go to him when your need is desperate, when all other help is vain, and what do you find? A door slammed in your face and a sound of bolting and double bolting on the inside. We can open the Bible and quickly find people just like us who struggled with these same questions. David experienced many challenges during his life. There were seasons when his whole world seemed to collapse. Early in David's life, a jealous King Saul was intent on having him killed. At one of his lowest points, David is hiding in a cave with the king's soldiers searching all around him. He wrote a prayer to God. As you read Psalm 57, pay attention to David's cry of despair. But you will also notice something else. David's hope that God will win the day. Have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. 
I cry out to God Most High, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. My heart, O God, is steadfast. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, my soul. Awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Psalm 57 David's story didn't end in the cave in which he was hiding. God came through for him in the most amazing way. Read about it in 1 Samuel 24. God didn't answer his cry for help the way David expected, but he did answer. God proved time and time again he cared for David and was able to do the impossible. The past victories in David's life gave him the ability to hope, and hope allowed him to trust God's plan for his life. David's example is one of many in the Bible that shows and essentially promises that followers of God will have troubles, tragedy, and hardship. Confusion, heartache, and anger are natural responses. But regardless of our human, God-given emotions, there is something more we can cling to. We can cling to the hope of God's promises. This hope is another way of saying, stay tuned, there's more to the story. We'll dig into that in tomorrow's reading. Daily Response Number 1. All of us have gone through times of despair or feeling completely alone. In that time, what were your feelings about your situation and about God? Number 2. What lessons from David's life can help you through these challenging times? Number 3. Write a prayer expressing your challenges, despair, confusion, anger about a situation. Your words don't have to be churchy or eloquent. Just be honest. Don't worry. God can handle it.